Welcome to Grayson 30 on WERALP, Arlington 96.7 FM. This is Ed Mellick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sal Dietry. We're talking with Jacqueline Schaubach, a, a junior at Washington Lee High School here in Arlington County and an advocate and volunteer for Team Kids, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to empower kids to change the world. That's a pretty cool mission, man. I got to tell you that. Uh, look, we're also joined on the phone by Julie Hudash, uh, the founder and CEO of two, uh, Team Kids. Uh, you know, Team Kids challenges kids and teens to tackle critical community issues, world issues, you know, really turn out the next generation of leaders, entrepreneurs, philanthropists. We need that badly right now in this country. Uh, Team Kids is headquartered in Irvine, California. They're in the process of replicating that uh, that great mission right here in Arlington County. So uh, we're happy to have Jacqueline on tonight. Ed, tell us a little bit about Team Kids, man. Uh, Team Kids was founded in 2001 as a pilot program with the goal of helping kids see the difference they can make in the world. Uh, they kicked into gear when 600 children from Vista Verde Elementary School in Southern California attended an assembly where they met a three-year-old boy named Jeremy who needed surgery for a rare heart disease. The students sprang into action at the opportunity to help, and they initially raised $500 selling popsicles after school, and that was followed by a pancake breakfast where they teamed up with firefighters and paramedics and raised $2,000. The breakfast was covered by the LA Times and the Orange County Register, and once the word got out, the donations started rolling in, including an $18,000 donation from an anonymous celebrity. Wow. In the end, Team Kids raised enough money to send Jeremy to the Mayo Clinic for a successful surgery and to buy all of the medical equipment that he needed. Over the past 15 years, over 100,000 children have participated in Team Kids events that have raised over $600,000 for a host of nonprofit organizations, including St. Jude's Hospital, the American Red Cross, and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So Jacqueline and Julie, welcome to Grayson 30. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Uh, what an incredible mission. Uh, I got to tell you, Ed, that was quite a laundry list of, uh, of things that, uh, that you brought on there. Um, look, uh, Jacqueline, um, how did you learn about Team Kids? I mean, uh, you're a pretty busy person yourself, right? You got soccer and choir and uh, a lot of grades at, uh, at W&L to keep up. I mean, how, how did you learn about Team Kids? Well, I've actually been with Team Kids for about 10 years. Um, that started when I was about four or five with lemonade stands, in particular a lemonade, a lemonade stand for Haiti. Um, we raised a lot of money for uh, Haiti and for other natural disasters such as the tsunami in Japan. Wow, that's great. So you're kind of a lifer. <laughs> you know, started out on a lemonade stand and have risen up in the organization. I, I wish I could say that about my own career. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Um, you know, what kind of inspired you to, to get involved? I, I get how you kind of, you know, early on, but, um, you know, the reason I ask that is it's not easy for people to get involved in, in anything at any age. I mean, we're all so busy um, with everything, and, and it just continues throughout life. Uh, it starts earlier and earlier these days. What, what, um, what, what motivated you to kind of get involved with Team Kids? Um, well, when I was little, I when I heard about the natural disasters and other things that were occurring in the world, I wanted to help. And even though a small lemonade stand may not seem like a lot, but if a lot of kids are getting together and working together to raise a lot of money, they can really inflict change across the nation. That's great. Yeah, and, and you know, volunteering, you know, because you, you've been in this for, for years. I mean, a- any time that... Uh, 
you know, for our listeners, because we all have sort of doubts, right? They're like, oh, you know, this is uh, maybe I, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Did, did you ever have any of those moments? And what kind of brought you back to Team Kids? Just some of the experiences you had? or um, Seeing how I have affected and how other people continue to affect the world definitely helps me stay with the program and help other people. Uh, the feeling that you get after you've helped someone and changed their life is really just something that stays with you for your entire life. And once you've already done it once, it's really difficult to stop. It's tough to walk away. Yeah, yeah. yeah jump in here. I'm hogging all the good questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to get to I want to check real quick and see if we can hear Julia. Julia, are you on the line? I am. Hello, and thank you for having us. Uh, California hello to you all. Excellent. All right. a, I, a sunny I, welcome, I, I take it. I, I was a little unclear as to whether we were successful with the technology here. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad you're there because we're going to have a few questions for you in a minute. Um, I, I thought it was really cool. We were talking about this um, servathon, where, where yes. a, a gr group of people, uh, Jacqueline, were going across the country, and you participated in that this summer. Yes. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and where you stopped and what you did? And um, well, we went to 14 different cities this summer over the course of two weeks, and we stopped in many cities such as El Paso in Texas and New Orleans in Louisiana, and we even made our way all the way up to New York to the UN to attend a youth conference and in many of the cities about three quarters we did different service projects which were catered to the needs of each community and um, in some we actually didn't do service projects but we attended youth conferences and such as in Memphis we went to a civil rights museum and we learned a lot about the civil rights movement. And, and was there also sort of a 9-11 flavor to some of the trip? Yes, actually the trip was in commemoration of the 15 year anniversary of 9-11. So we actually went to all three of the memorials. So we went to the one in DC at, at the Pentagon in Arlington actually, and we went to the one in New York and the one in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. So a total of how many stops? Uh, 14. 14, and that took 14 days or a little bit longer? Yes, it took 14 days. So you basically flew out to California, hopped on the bus, and then came across the country. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like fun and good impact, too. Um, I, Julie, I wanted to maybe get you to chat in a little bit here. I, you heard some of the intro that I gave, or all the intro, and the statistics I was quoting. Is there anything that you kind of wanted to add about um, the program? I'd like to hear maybe just a little bit about how you felt the pull to create a program like this uh, 15 years ago. You just celebrated your 15th anniversary. And, uh, you know, any other statistics or highlights that we missed in the intro that you'd like to share? Sure. I, I'm just, it's an honor to be here, and I'm so proud of Jacqueline. Um, her family actually st lived in California in the early years of Teen Kids Formation. So, um, Jacqueline, I've, I've had a chance to watch her um, grow up from such a compassionate young youngster having a lemonade stand to, you know, a, a youth leader for the organization at a national level. And, um so it's just, it's, it's always an inspiration. As you mentioned, the Team Kids mission is to empower our kids to change the world. And quite frankly, um, there's not enough advocates out there in the trenches where kids are in our elementary schools, giving kids a chance to really take action on things they're so passionate about. I, I truly believe that the most passionate human beings on the planet are sitting in elementary schools with big dreams to end hunger, to save the rainforest, and unfortunately as a country, we don't really do a very good job empowering kids when their dreams are 
are the dreams our world needs. And so I originally really started teen kids as, as a mom. Um, I was in graduate school for a short while working on my master's in educational counseling, but home with five youngsters. Um, my husband and I have, have five kids and just trying to find powerful ways for our kids to be connected to issues and to realize that they can stand up for what they believe in and that they're a powerful resource in our country. And so it really started out of a project and a program um, for me to find ways for my kids um, to realize that growing up in this country is comes with a requirement to help others and to make the world a better place. And so um, our flagship program, the Teen Kids Challenge, is actually about 90% of what we do. Jacqueline is on our Teen Kids Youth Council, and that's a team of high school and college students that actually serve as as youth leaders and ambassadors for kids younger than them. So our core program, the Teen Kids Challenge, is, is run in four Arlington schools, and it's actually elementary school. So we get kids early working with police and firefighters to learn about their dreams to change the world. And so having Jacqueline and the 40 other teens that were on the serviceon, you know, serving as ambassadors for this mission for younger kids so they have the same opportunity is really a dream come true. Yeah, I kind of want to chime off of what you said there, Julie, about, you know, that that maybe our biggest dreamers and, and those who have the best ideas are, are sitting in our schools today. Jacqueline, I wanted to ask you, you know, I, I got to give you a lot of credit. Uh, when I was growing up in the 80s, you know, this is what I would term as the Wall Street generation, right? The Wall Street market was booming and everybody wanted to be in on it. That was the buzz, right? Go, go to school, earn a lot of money, buy a BMW. Right. What I see now in the in the millennials and and, and uh, you know perhaps in your generation is is a move maybe a little bit more towards a holistic or service approach that people really do want to try and save the world. Um, why do you think? What do you see at WNL and among your friends? Why do you think this is this is? Um, I believe that the media definitely plays a large role in the ability to help others because when you see that a natural disaster has occurred or that there's a war occurring in different countries across the world, you want to help and you want to be able to know that you are able to help by seeing it on the media. And so I've seen multiple things on the television of kids seeing uh, natural disasters and them getting together, getting their friends together and doing whatever they can to be able to raise money to help others, even though they don't know them or they're not near them, they still see that they are in need and so they decide to help. Anything you see, like, or just around WNL in general, other programs or things you see where kids are trying to kick things off like this? Uh, there are multiple clubs at WNL that definitely have a service approach, such as uh, the Key Club, for example. They do multiple different service projects across our community, such as uh, the Potomac River cleanup, or um, they go to homeless shelters and they cook food for homeless people. We talk a lot about purpose on the show. I'm wondering if you and your, your, your peers talk about that with each other, like try to start figuring out what your higher purpose in life is and, and get involved in volunteer efforts and things like that to, to try to align with that. Is that something you're mindful of? Uh, yes, actually. Um, me and my friends do get together. And for example, we are trying to start a club at WNL for Team Kids. And we have decided that one of the things that we went over uh, on the Servathon was that um, since you're only here on this planet once, you want to know that once you leave that you have left a lasting impact. And one of the things that you should do is pay back to your community and pay back to the people who have helped you. And that's one of the 
the things we are aiming towards. Do you see a, sort of an increase in that activity? Do you see more and more of the students getting involved in these efforts, or is it is it waning? Uh, before the trip, actually, service hasn't been something that was the top priority in my mind. But after going on this trip and seeing that there are 40 other teenagers just like me who want to help, uh, that definitely changed my perspective. And it gave me hope that other people also want to help out and also believe that service is a good way to pay back to the community. Yeah, uh, Julie, let's uh, let's get yeah. you back in here. T- tell us, uh, without naming names, a couple of your uh, favorite stories or, or kids that have just uh, stuck with you over the years uh, in the Team Kids movement. Wow. Um, well, I'll tell you, I mean, most recently, these teams that were on the Servathon, um, I, I have I have so many stories of, of kids who, you know, whose lives have been changed, whether as beneficiaries, such as Jeremy, that you shared on the opening. Um, we have a young girl named Rory Dahl, who we first met when she was about three years old, and she had eye cancer, and uh, devoted the first year of our programs to helping raise money for Children's Hospital Los Angeles, and she's now on our youth council. She's healthy and uh, going into high school, and you know, you see the impact of something like that where, where a young person is a beneficiary and having a need and then learning that uh, upon receiving that help that they are actually in a position to help others. Um, I'll tell you, the Servathon is obviously at the top of my mind, and I knew it was going to be powerful. We left Irvine, California, um, again, traveled 14 cities, and um, in 14 days we traveled about 5,000 miles and averaged about four hours of sleep a night. I was surrounded by the most inspiring human beings and like I said I knew it would be impactful but it changed my life as an adult even somebody who's worked in this field for so many years um, one of the trips stops that really stood out in my mind was in Memphis as Jacqueline shared we went to the National Civil Rights Museum and then had a conversation about race in America and the 40 teens that came were from both coasts so Arlington but we also had kids from Irvine and Newport Beach um, and in from Compton and Long Beach and a very diverse group of students with with varying backgrounds and and walk through that um that that museum and at one point one of our students from compton um, who's african-american stood at the same exact spot where dr martin luther king was shot um and broke down into tears and to see the kids of all different backgrounds supporting each other and the hugs and the debrief after of just understanding the issues in, in our country and how they are the people coming together and providing such a safe and supportive environment to talk about those issues so openly and to challenge perceptions and and to really realize like as a group we're the people that can address these issues you know um without worrying about open conversation and so that was a that was you know an experience that i'll never forget and seeing these kids together um ready to move forward as ambassadors is just so inspiring there's yeah. It's funny, no what, end. what you're saying is it's just a common theme we hear over and over on the program is that, uh, first of all, listening to each other, getting getting people in a dialogue and teaching people to listen to one another and providing that atmosphere. And, and just the fact that when you get in on these programs, you learn a lot more and gain a lot more from it than the people you're serving and helping. And, yeah. and, and I love the fact that you're, you're doing a lot of these efforts with police and firemen and, and the like because there's... It's a bit of a tension in some communities between the police, for example, and the communities, and it's nice to see bridge building going on right now. 
Um, I'm going to give you both a little break here and just to uh, take a couple second break to do a station identification. Uh, you're listening to Grayson 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. We're talking with uh, Jacqueline Schaubach, a junior at Washington Lee High School and an advocate and volunteer with Team Kids, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping our children and teens change the world. And we're also joined by the CEO and founder of Team Kids. Jacqueline, I, I want to ask you the same question. In your uh, trips, or even going back to the lemonade stand, um, any, any kids you met, uh, I guess, or stories that kind of stand out in your mind, without naming names, but you know, things that just have stuck with you over the years? Yes, at the pancake uh, breakfast we cooked in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, I met a 92-year-old man who actually, he has <laughs> lived quite a long life, and he he and his twin brother enlisted uh, in the military when he was younger, and actually they ended up receiving his brother, but they didn't pick him. And since his brother left to the military, he had to provide for his family, which were his parents, and he had multiple younger siblings and he had to work in the coal mines which are very very dangerous and um, all the money he worked for in the coal mines went back to his family so that they um, they had food and they had a shelter and they had clothing and he told me that the coal mines were a very scary place and that he ended up seeing multiple of his friends dying in explosions and uh, that really stuck with me and it showed me how he he took what he was given and he worked hard and he provided for his family and he did what he could for um, his family and he also ended up having eight kids who all ended up uh, enlisting in the military and for example one of his daughters who's about 60 now um, she was in the military in the Air Force for 32 years and it was amazing to see how he gave back to his family and his kids saw what he did for his family and ended up giving back to our country and so it shows that um, that the kindness chain really really does move on through generations yeah I'm impressed that you uh, you took an interest in a 92 year old uh, person story <laughs> uh, you know we, we have so little time for for people today uh, the fact that you know that stuck with you is uh, I'm really impressed with that um, yeah, no, this is great. I mean, I, I again, I give you a lot of credit. It's it's not easy to do these things at any age, and to you know take off and you know spend the summer doing the servathon is is a real credit to you. I'm curious if are there some things you'd like as a young person, the older listeners, parents, and others to to know about young people these days that you'd like to share. Ed, you're starting to make us sound very old on this show. <laughs> I mean, really, I just I uh, am very old. I. Just, <laughs> Um, one thing that I believe that adults don't realize is that, as the Team Kids mission statement is, is that uh, they're they're trying to empower America's youth. And through this trip, I realized that multiple children do really have good ideas and do have ways in which the world could be changed, but the adults don't listen because they just go, oh, they're kids, what do they know? But kids actually do, with with the proper education, kids have ideas that can change the world and that can really empower the And were you able to hear that, or do we need to turn up your mic? Are you, <laughs> no, I know you're getting old. Man. What'd you say? <laughs> I, I want to mention, uh, kind of follow up on that, I watched the, um, the Project Jubilee video uh, on, on the website, the Team Kids website, and it was really, really moving. I mean, it was, it was funny at the start, and of course they segued into the, the kids' comments that were incredibly insightful 
and and sincere. One boy just said, you know, they, they sort of asked him, what would you like to, to tell adults? And he said, stop, look at what you're doing, forget about money, and think about what you really care about. And I was like, wow, this is coming from a, I think, I guess the boy was probably 10 or 11 years old. And then there was a, a little Asian girl who was the cutest little thing. I don't know if she was five or six years old, and she just said, I think it's really important that we love each other. And it, it's kind of funny, out of the mouths of babes, what uh, people say, and it's, it's neat, this program, because you're trying to harness this, this, this wisdom and, and this energy and this insight from young people and, and put it to work. And so, so congratulations for that. Yeah, Julie, what's uh, what's going on here in Arlington County? You've got uh, you know Cracker Jack folks like Jacqueline uh, on your side here. What, what do you? Uh, uh, and you know, my daughter goes to Key School. One of my kids goes to Key School here in Arlington, oh, okay. so I, I have seen your name around. But w- what are you trying to do here with Arlington Schools um, and in this DC region? We are going into our fourth year of programs of the Team Kids Challenge, which is that month-long sort of service boot camp that we bring into elementary schools during the day. Um, and so we've, we've successfully had three years, and we're just going into our fourth year. But for us, it was a very deliberate decision to try and replicate um, this Teen Kids Challenge program and collabor- collaboration far from home. And Arlington County is such a powerful, visible county that we, we couldn't have asked for a better spot to do that in. Um, and so really what Teen Kids is about is really bringing together every stakeholder in the community that has the responsibility over kids, their protection, their education, and their well-being. And so um, I flew out to Arlington three or four times before the program was started and had a chance to meet with Arlington um, the school superintendent, Dr. Murphy, and the police chief and the fire chief to really see is this something um, that we can invest in together to tap into the dreams and mobilize kids. And so very progressive, very collaborative county. Um, so that's the only county outside of California that we run programs. And... Um, incredible educators so to bring together teachers police and fire and and our business partners to invest in these dreams of our kids as Jacqueline so beautifully shared that we don't need to fix our kids our kids are already right we don't need to put things in kids to make them successful they're not jaded yet they haven't given up on ending hunger sending their sandwich to Africa we as adults and people with power you know, need to show up in the trenches where our kids are before they give up on those dreams. And so the Team Kids Challenge, you know, like I said, Arlington County is our very first national replication city. And uh, we'll be kicking off two programs in October and then two schools in January, February timeline and just looking forward to, you know, expanding that, but mostly just so appreciative that the leadership in Arlington County is phenomenal. Our board is really just coming together very strategically um, to put together a plan for expansion. We've had a lot of national visibility, both with Servathon and and just with some of the success that we've had, and to build corporate partners and and you know individual donors to be able to bring this mission to more schools. We do all of our programs in schools and with kids at no cost, and to honor the spirit, the philanthropic spirit of the kids, we give a hundred percent of everything kids raise to other charities within the community. And so we're looking now strategically, um, you know, to continue to grow in Arlington, but where those next best steps are. Yeah, look, we we feature a lot of small nonprofits on this show that are based in D.C. and Arlington. Some of these are award-winning groups. I mean, if we could be a connector for you and, and Team Kids in any way, I mean, they're, they're, you know, our first guest, the gentleman who, his story is incredible. He was, he was uh, a drug addict for 30 years and then was homeless for four years. 
and some folks helped pull him out of that and now with his own money he ministers to uh people down at union station who are poor and homeless wow. uh, he's in you know he's just an incredible example he's done a ted talk for georgetown university and uh you know there's some other organizations here that help um, single moms through transition that mm-hmm. operate sure. Um, you know, four four women and their families living in a home on a hundred and forty thousand dollar a year budget, and I can't run a house of uh, my household on that kind of budget in Arlington <laughs> County. Um, you know, so uh, you know, to the extent that uh, we can help pull things together for you in this community, um, you've got amazing kids there at WNL, folks like Jacqueline involved. Uh, you know, Ed wow. and I are most most willing to help and and uh, be a connector for you. Oh, that'd be terrific. I mean, there's just so much potential, and you know, when I hear Jacqueline sharing these stories and having had the privilege of watching her grow up and stories of starting, you know, a teen kids club at her school, our world will be a much better place when as adults, like I said, with power, help our kids when they want to change the world, when that window of compassion is wide open. And unfortunately, it just doesn't happen happen often enough. Um, research shows about 26% of American kids feel like they're a valued resource in their community. So when you think of almost 75% of American kids don't feel very important at the time where their dreams to be, to accomplish things are the greatest, we're missing a huge window. And so, you know, we're just all about innovation and just making a paradigm shift. And working with teen kids, our teachers become more inspired by the power kids have to, to work independently, to have the responsibility. Our police and firefighters become better because they get to know kids and just not another program it's about building relationships and and that's what our kids need most yeah that's excellent um we've got a few more minutes and i want to make sure we get to a call to action here so um we're going to put you on the spot first jacqueline um is there is there anything you'd like to challenge the listeners to do to to sort of get them up off the couch and start getting involved in the community like you are i believe that no amount of change is too small even if you believe that a simple thing is not going to matter. It's not going to change anything. Anything you do will change the world. I love that. You know, no, no small act is is too small. Um, I I really love what you just said there. Hey, what about um, what about for folks to get involved with Team Kids? I mean, if there's uh, folks at WNL who are listening, or you know, even a Bishop O'Connell or Yorktown, or Wakefield, you know, uh, just a simple thing that they could do to get involved with Teen Kids as a, as a high school student here in Arlington? Uh, well, you could always visit the website, which is www.teamkids.org. But if uh, there's any way you would like to start a club in your school or you would like to join ours somehow or you would like to join in the service projects we're going to come do in the future, um, you could probably somehow contact me. Yeah, maybe you guys could do You could start out as sort of a general Arlington high school club and then as it grows you could break it down into Wakefield you know next time you guys play football and there's a big battle on the field you could decide to throw the Wakefield kids out I guess but you know maybe try and pull together and do that, that that's great uh, do, do you have a Twitter page or uh, yes do. I do actually okay so we could post that on the Grayson 30 website Julie what about you would you yeah. like to issue a, a call to action to people I absolutely would so I have a couple one is you know if you can support teen kids that's Ultimately, the demand for our program and our mission is far greater than our capacity at this time. So, you know, there's a donate button on Team Kids, and money could be donated specifically and earmarked for expansion in Arlington, Virginia, um, and to support the existing programs. But on the program side for kids and families, we actually have two national initiatives that are going on right now. They started on September 11th, and they go all the way through Veterans Day on November 11th. And it's it's a call to action across the country. It's, um, 
One is Lemonade for Snowball Express, and 100% of the money for Lemonade stands goes to children whose mother or father have died in Iraq and Afghanistan since September 11th. So families can host Lemonade stands. All the information is on our website. Um, They turn in their money, and we issue 100% of that money um, to the beneficiary charity. And the other one is called Letters from Home. So from 9-11 to... um, to Veterans Day, we're inviting people, the templates on our website, to write a heartfelt thank you. And every single letter would be in a care package that's actually sent overseas through our partner called Operation Gratitude. So every letter will reach a um, man or woman who's serving our country overseas. And so those are two ways immediately clubs can get involved, teams can get involved, families can get involved with letters and lemonade. Um, sign up for our newsletter. Just tremendous expansion opportunities on the horizon, and 100% of our effort is it's it's just all about the kids. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you both. Look, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, Jacqueline, Julie, thank you so much. Love what you're doing. Love what you're doing at WNL. Um, keep expanding your program across the country. Ed and I are here to help out uh, whenever we can. For listeners who want to learn more about Team Kids, visit the website, teamkids.org. More information here at Grayson30 on Twitter and Facebook. We'll have the show up on our website here shortly. It'll be on WERA, about 24 hours. Give us, Ed's getting old. Give him 24 hours to get the show up on there. And <laughs> uh, you talked to somebody today. Who's on next week, man? Some representatives from AHC. They develop low and mixed income communities in Alexandria, Falls Church, and Virginia. Um, real good people. They're doing a lot of stuff serving the community as well. This is Ed and Sal signing off from Grayson 30 on WERA LP, Arlington 96.7 FM. Everybody have a great day, and please be sure to tune in to Grace. Good night.